Treat with Heads Up Seed Treatment. With more than 15 years of research, Heads Up offers proven protection against both white mold and sudden death syndrome. So no matter what the year throws at you, you've already taken that first step to be prepared. Don't let your beans suffer from disease when they're just starting to look their best. Tell your seed dealer you need Heads Up Seed Treatment. Learn more at headsupst.com. If I say phrases like Fortnite or Minecraft, Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto, do you know what I'm talking about? From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Yeah, they're video games, probably video games that you've got in your house or your kids have direct links to. Now there's a new video game you might want to introduce to the conversation. It was developed by a dairy scientist on the UW-Madison campus, and it's called Moving Cows. That's right, Moving Cows. And it is all about teaching not only farmers, but also their employees proper animal handling techniques. Dr. Jennifer Van Oss talked with me and said, although it may look like a simple game, it's taken some time to develop. It's been a long time coming. So when I started at UW-Madison in 2018, I met with a lot of Wisconsin dairy farm owners and other people in the dairy industry, and I asked them, what can I do with my applied research and extension program on dairy cattle welfare to help you on your farm in terms of your animal welfare and animal care challenges. And one of the most common answers I got was, could you please come to my farm and help train my staff or help them review best practices on cow handling? Because we know that dairy cows don't see the world the same way human beings do, and we need to essentially learn to speak moo and use our body language to move them appropriately instead of resorting to force. And so I kind of chewed on that for a while, and I thought, you know, there are a lot of really nice resources freely available that tell people about these best principles for cow handling. And the information is correct, but clearly there's a gap where sometimes people aren't able to put that information into practice effectively. So I got the idea to essentially build a flight simulator for cow handling, much like how commercial airline pilots need to do a certain number of hours in a flight simulator before they can get into the cockpit. I thought maybe this would be a way to make it more interactive, more fun and engaging so people aren't just passively taking in information about cow handling, but can actually practice in a safe, simulated setting. It will never replace the real thing. You have to kind of learn how to do that dance with the animal. But I thought that this could be an innovative way to allow people to do something more hands-on. Well, and let's face it, in this day and time, you know, we've got books and books on standard operating procedures at our dairies, but uh, cracking those books is not any easier than it was uh, the day they were introduced. Now, fast forward to introducing technology. Technology that is uh, friendly, no matter your educational level, no matter your age, uh, you've come up with uh, a game, essentially, like you said, that's like that flight simulator, except we've got cows that are the forefront of our focus. Exactly. And no previous game playing experience is necessary. So I don't even consider myself a gamer. I never would have imagined that my career would have taken me to become a game developer. But even watching a video is something more passive. In this way, it's much more hands-on. And so we have seen now that the technology is there, and it is even being applied in ag settings. So John Deere has a tractor simulator that's like a flight simulator, but this is the first application of this kind of technology to livestock handling. And so we thought, let's just start by having people practice routine cow handling, because we know that multiple times a day on every dairy farm um, where cows are milked in a parlor, you have to move them there. And, and so that's what people practice in the game. And I do want to emphasize also that our priority isn't for 
to make money off of this. We're doing this because we want to help people who work on dairy farms. And so the app is freely available, whether you use an Apple device or an Android device. There are no advertisements. It's really meant to be something to help people in the dairy industry. Well, and although we may call it a game, in reality, it's not. It is designed to instill proper practices. So give me a little rundown on what I'm going to see, Jen, when I grab this uh, Moving Cows uh, game. What am I going to see How did you create the scenarios? Because I'm thinking there's a lot of different ways that you could go when it comes to scenarios you want to work with folks on. Yeah, it's true. And so the main learning objectives in the game are to understand how human behavior affects cow behavior, cow stress, and then how that affects downstream milk production. So we really wanted to start from the basics. Of course, there are much more complex cow handling scenarios that can happen on the farm. But this is really about, okay, it's time now to fetch the cows for milking. So we have different environments. We have these initial tutorial levels that are in a pasture paddock so that it's this wide open area where you can practice some of the basic principles. And then we move into a parallel milking parlor. And then we also have a free stall home pen. So you can practice getting cows up from their stalls or away from the feed bunk. So there are eight levels total in the game. And we have actually developed different versions that we've improved over time with feedback from people who work on Wisconsin dairy farms. So now the full game, eight levels, takes approximately half an hour give or take. Some people take a lot less time. Some people take more time to finish it. And at the very end, you actually get a certificate of completion. And that just gets downloaded into the gallery on your phone or on your tablet. And that can be used to demonstrate continuing education for things like the farm animal care program, which every dairy farm in the U.S. participates in. So again, we really want this to be a beneficial educational resource. And we hope that it's something that's fun to play as well. But it's what's called a, quote, serious game. That's the technical term for it because it's meant to be educational. Excellent. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Dr. Jennifer Van Oss, who is the project lead on this new Moving Cows game, serious game, as she said. She was also uh, helped along by Dr. Nigel Cook and other collaborators that have made this friendly for dairy producers, their employees, family members, anybody that's coming in contact with those animals. What's the feedback been like, Jen, for those folks that got involved in uh, the version 1.0 and even the latest version? What have they been saying? Yeah, I think that feedback is really key because we didn't want to just design this game with what we think is the appropriate information here in the ivory tower. We wanted to kind of co-create it with the end users. And so we went through multiple stages of feedback. Actually, before even version one, we had prototypes where we did focus groups with dairy farm owners and employees who serve as milkers or in other roles. And these people spoke both English and Spanish or one or the other of those two languages because the, the app is actually available in both English and Spanish. And you can switch between those languages at any time. So we asked people questions such as how comfortable are you using touchscreen devices or apps in the first place? Um, And then what their impressions of the game were. So how much did you enjoy it? How challenging was it? Also, how useful do you think it would be for people if they have no experience with dairy cows or even if they're quite experienced, could this be useful? And so we've been really encouraged so far. Of course, there's a lot of variability. It isn't for everyone. But on the whole, people gave it a four out of five on average for how much they enjoyed it. And they also gave it a four out of five for how useful they think it would be not only for a new person to learn cow handling for the first time, but even for experienced people to refresh what the best practices are. So we thought that that was really good news. We're talking about a a new game called Moving Cows. As Dr. Jennifer Van Oss pointed out, 
No charge, no ads. They just want it out there for public consumption for those folks that are directly handling animals. Now, it is available in both Android as well as Apple. You can download it from your Play Store, your App Store, and uh, use it for free. And it's also hosted by the UW-Madison School of Veterinary Medicine's Dairy Apps. Now, what's going to happen from here on out, Jen? Is there going to be a version 3.0? Are you going to pivot to calf handling or something like that? Or is that also included in this version? I think there's a lot of opportunity for where this could go in the future. So the current version of moving cows that's in the app stores just focuses on adult lactating cows in the context of getting cows to and inside the milking parlor. So we were really fortunate to get some internal funding from UW-Madison as well as from the Wisconsin Dairy Innovation Hub that allowed us to make this app for free and put it out there for people to use. In the future, we may need to do some app maintenance to make sure it's up to date as people's devices and operating systems evolve. So we're really hoping we can get maybe some industry partners that want to support us in that effort. And in terms of other applications, we actually have a huge wish list of other scenarios on a dairy farm where we could apply this kind of serious game or simulator concept to help people practice these scenarios. But we could also foresee it going to other sectors like beef cattle or even other species. But of course, that would take funding. And I do want to say a lot of the ideas for where the game could potentially be helpful came from people who work on dairy farms. So Dr. Cook and I had some ideas, you know, maybe we could do a down cow or non-ambulatory cow scenario. Mm -hmm. But when we talked with milkers and other people who work on the farm, they had brought up ideas we hadn't even thought of. And mm-hmm. so they said, I feel nervous when I'm in a calving pen or maternity pen, and that's something where I'd like a lot more practice. And so we take that very seriously. We want feedback from people who are working on farms and who would make use of this kind of educational tool. And that's what you're going to have to keep in mind when you download or get ready to play Moving Cows. It is an educational tool, although at first blush, it does look like a fun video game. That's Dr. Jennifer Van Oss from the UW-Madison campus. She's in the Department of Animal and Dairy Sciences as an assistant professor and extension specialist. Now, as she said, it's available for download on both Apple and Android platforms, no cost and no ads. Moving Cows, that's M-O-O-V-I-N-G, Cows. Download it and share it today. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Legacy Exteriors, just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Roofing windows, gutters, siding, and decks. Can Legacy do it? You bet. Better prices, better warranties. Legacy always makes it easy. Go to Legacy-Exteriors.com. Legacy Exteriors. Just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. This is Matt and Pete Gunderson. We recently celebrated the life of Dan, a devoted motorcyclist who enjoyed the freedom of the road with other bikers. His celebration involved a final ride in the saddlebag of his best friend, 
just the way he wanted. Allow us to personalize every detail of a life well lived. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. Making a decision on new home furnishings is easy with Lazy Boy. You already know he only cares about the comfort, but it's the luxury and design you crave. You choose the style, patterns, and material, while he's imagining himself being seated right in front of the 50-yard line. Call it lazy luxury at its finest. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yeah, let's try to get the chores done maybe today, especially if you've got to be outdoors a lot because it sounds like uh, this mild weather we've been so enjoying is about to change. Time for our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist jumping on the horn with us now. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what's developing. Today's going to be a a surprisingly decent day from what I'm seeing in my forecast, too. But then everything starts to pivot and change uh, for just the opposite once we hit uh, dinner time, huh? Yeah, uh, even later than that. I mean, some sunshine today. Nice temperatures will push up into the 40s. A very, very nice situation. Really nice Valentine's Day, mid-February. Nothing wrong with that. But tonight, things change. Low pressure is going to build in from the West. A system... Oh, I expect your supper time or later should be around southern Iowa, south central Iowa. By early tomorrow, should be around northeast Illinois. What does that mean? Well, the air wrapping around that low and the moisture with it is going to mean some precipitation. That's what I expect develops tonight and lasts into early tomorrow. There's a winter weather advisory issued across most of central Wisconsin. In fact, the southern line of that boundary is Vernon, Richland, Sauk, Columbia, Dodge, Washington County, and then up to Sheboygan County, Ozaukee County out of it. The winter weather advisory from midnight till 6 a.m. carries up through central Wisconsin, almost all the way up to that that, uh, east-west highway 8 in the northern part of the state. In between is where I expect wintry weather. Yesterday I talked about what could be some snow from, oh, that line about La Crosse to Fond du Lac and the lakeshore. Maybe a little further north of that now, the heaviest band of snow. But I think we're talking right through parts of central Wisconsin or just a bit to the south where some near two to four inch accumulations become the possibility. A little further south, I mean, we look down toward Prairie du Chien, Madison, Milwaukee, a couple of inches there. Maybe a little more rainfall in the south. Oh, this all could change. That low may travel just a little further south. That would bring that snow line a bit further south as well. Could push further north. Rain would be more something we see then as well. Right now, that's the way things look. As that low passes off to our south tonight, the cloudy skies, the precipitation, that's all part of it. The cold air builds in behind that, and that's when I expect as we move on toward Friday and Saturday, daytime highs may struggle to break out of the 20s. Huh, we haven't been that cold since back in January. All of a sudden, we're going to have a couple of cold days in store. And after a little new snow or some rain, that means that cleanup doesn't happen automatically. Mother Nature just doesn't melt it all away and dry it all up. So we may have a little wintry cleanup to deal with here yet this week. The sunshine returns, though, and on through the weekend, brighter and uh, kind of colder 
warming up into early next week. You know, I talked about how it drops down and struggles to get out of the 20s by Sunday and Monday more likely 30s or even low 40s return here. So not a real long-lived cold spell, but there is some cold air that's going to take us on toward the end of this week and at least to start the weekend reminding us that it still is February and it's not all peaches and sunshine. Yeah, tell that to the daffodils and the tulips we hear that are trying to come up and the guys getting the maple syrup harvest underway. It's going to be a little cool and kind of wintry, at least for a couple of days. I'll have those forecast details right after this. There's something special and brand new happening at Bavaria Sausage. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee telling you to go to the store for this in-store experience. Corner of Nesbitt Road and Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. This is a brand new, locally sourced, procured and developed brat that Bavaria Sausage has exclusively. And let me tell you, it's fantastic. It is a special Berkshire brat. When I say Berkshire, I'm talking about the breed of hog that they used for this brat. And it is fantastic. Right now, you can go in, try it yourself, taste test it, share it with your friends, your family. But remember, limited supplies of this special Berkshire brat. So head in today. Corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Not available online. Enjoy the old world flavor of this special Berkshire brat at Bavaria Sausage. All righty. Let's hear about this uh, crazy system that's kind of making a quick visit to Wisconsin, Stu. All right, Pam. Well, there's snow this morning in western and central South Dakota, right on the northern edge of Nebraska as well. That's where it is at this time. We still have an okay day in store. Remember the winter weather advisory from midnight tonight till 6 a.m. tomorrow, all the way from southeast Minnesota across to eastern Wisconsin and further to the north. Today, I expect we're in for some sun, and our Compere Financial Ag Weather Forecast includes that nice sunshine to start. Clouds developing today into the low and mid-40s, a very mild Valentine's Day. South winds about 5 to 10. But clouds and some rain mixing with changing to snow at night could be heavy at times. I've talked about that uh, 2 to 4, right around where that winter weather advisory is in north, an inch or two further south. Now I expect nighttime temperatures to drop. It could be freezing on a bit in the morning as we fall into the very low 30s and winds will become northwest through the nighttime at about 5 to 15. Some morning clouds Thursday, maybe a little light snow, especially in the east, and some clearing later in the day. Lower 30s, best we can do. Northwest winds 10 to 20, gusting around 30. And by Friday, maybe a little morning snow, but more likely a partly sunny, colder day. Upper 20s with the northwest winds 5 to 15. Kind of the same story for Saturday, Pam. More sun, but upper 20s but then probably in the mid and upper 30s already by Sunday. So we start to warm it up. All right. I can handle that. Beachy dandy. Good deal. We'll uh, catch up with you tomorrow, my friend, and uh, be ready for snow totals and hopefully a turning of the corners, shall we say. Yeah, get your snow measuring stick going. <laughs> All right, man. See you later. Thanks. See ya. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist with our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Like he said, uh, rainfall reporters, I guess you're going to be snowfall reporters for the next uh, 24 to 36 hours. Let's make sure you're ready. First of all, that talk text line is where I want to hear what's happening in your backyard. Uh, how much snow? How are the road conditions? Those are all things that matter very much at this time of the day. So I'd appreciate your input. 877-301-FARM. That's 877 877- 
1-800-522-7676. Ag weather on this Wednesday morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial, your financial partner. Committed to agriculture and rural America. Go to compure.com for more. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Wisconsin Farm Bureau's grassroots policy really truly is a bottom-up process. This is truly started at the bottom, brought by the members, for the members. It really does work its way up the chain because this is the core foundation of Farm Bureau. We truly are all-encompassing, and that's why I really believe in the Farm Bureau mission. WFBF.com. We are the voice of agriculture. A voice for farmers. A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Innovation, that's BioVet. Livestock producers rely on BioVet for microbial and nutritional support. Keeping livestock eating and productive. Make BioVet your trusted partner for your livestock health since 1991. Learn more at BioDanceVet.com. Innovation. Over four decades of turning customers into loyal friends, and the reason is simple. Here at Denny's Jewelers, we make jewelry shopping easy, relaxing, and because we have something for everyone. Hand-selected diamonds and gemstones. Custom design, appraisals, fashion jewelry, watches, repair, and even jewelry restoration. Stop by and allow us to turn you into our next true friend. Now that I refurbished my entire living room with Lazy Luxury, everyone keeps asking, is that a Lazy Boy recliner? What they don't know is that my budget allowed me to redecorate for a fraction with free in-home design included. I say yes. At Lazy Boy, customizable fashion and luxury can be this simple. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like Is losing interest due to low libido sabotaging your love life? After the age of 30, women begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline, medications, or health issues. Carbon World Health can help you do something about it. They offer custom-designed hormone replacement therapies. They'll determine exactly what you need to re-energize your love life. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Have you ever had an MRI through the hospital where you're crunched inside a scary tube-like tunnel? MH Imaging in Middleton provides the spacious comfort of a completely open design MRI, the most updated concept in MRIs. It's an open MRI, open for everyone, regardless of insurance or doctor affiliation, for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And the results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit MHImaging.com. 
A good friend might tell you that your shoe's untied or, hey, you've got a bit of breakfast on the corner of your mouth. Well, a good friend will also share valuable insights about the scoop on money and energy savings, like Benjamin Plumbing and their game-changing electric hybrid water heaters. Potential savings of up to three to four times a conventional water heater with current tax incentives up to $2,000. Benjamin Plumbing's electric hybrid water heaters go beyond being just a water heater. It acts as a dehumidifier for your basement, kicking musty odors, mold, and excess moisture to the curb. Eco-friendly and efficient, these electric hybrid water heaters will leave your wallet and our environment completely satisfied. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Since 1995, the Global Positioning System, or GPS, developed by the U.S. military, Here we go. has been operational for civilian use. Today, the men and women of the Air Force Reserve continue their vital mission, guiding you safely on your way while protecting the freedoms we all enjoy. The United States Air Force Reserve, guiding and protecting America. Our guy Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. Robbie, what's up, my brother? Well, happy, uh, what are we at, 72 hours till the Super Bowl, my friend? We're inching closer and closer, Rob. Are you going to be eating some wings? Yeah. Are you going to be eating some wings, Robbie? Yeah, I'll be eating something. I'm I'm, I'm doing a sports bar with some buddies, and um, I, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's on the docket that day. We're, we're going to a fun place, Evo, where they where they do an upright for the Super Bowl. They, they, they give away, you know, a, a riding lawnmower. They give away a chair. I mean, it's, it's a lot of games and fun and drawings and stuff like that. So it's, it, it, it livens it up. Well, cool, man. Uh, have a good time. I'm actually going to be in Mexico, Rob. I've never done the Super Bowl. Uh, wow. Not in <laughs> we knew this was coming, but now um, it's official. As Mark Murphy is, uh, because of the organization bylaws mandate, Murphy's going to retire next July when he turns 70. And the committee has uh, been uh, selected, and they're going to have the search on for the Packers' next CEO. My question for you, what Murphy hired 2007, his crown jewel at the end of his uh, tenure here is going to be at the NFL draft. Uh, Mark Murphy, how good of a president and CEO was he for the Green Bay Packers? Well, he made them an absolute bazillion dollars, right? I mean, financially, Evo, and and probably bringing up the organization to modern standards, um, he was outstanding. Um, You almost have to look at him in two contexts, Evo. Number one, the football side. Number two, the financial side. He's an A-plus on the financial side. Building Titletown, you know, building that district over there where there's a lot for people to do, the you know, the, the, the sled hill, the football stadium, the Kohler Lodge, the restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the, you know, that, that that has come miles, uh, you know, during Murphy's, what, 17, 18 years it'll be when it's all said and done. Um, on the football side, people are going to – people are certainly going to argue, I think, back and forth. He, win, he wins the one Super Bowl in 2010. The You know, most people are going to tell you, boy, he should have won three or four. Um whether that's Murphy, whether that's Ted, whether that's good, whether that's Gutekunst, I guess is all up for argument, Evo. It's all up for debate. 
Um, but Murphy undoubtedly as, you know, team president has, has had his hands in things certainly since the Ted Thompson uh, dismissal there. And, you know, at the end of the 18th season, um, he, he obviously stayed with Ted a year or two too long. Yeah. Evil, some of that was out of respect. I think he hit a home run here, hiring good Coons. This, this, this has gone well and it's going to continue to go well for the next number of years. Um, I think I, I think Murphy was more responsible than anybody, Ebo, at the end of the day for hiring Matt LaFleur, no matter what they're going to tell you, uh, that it was a joint decision and all that kind of stuff. I think that was Murphy's guy um, after the interview process. He fell in love that day, meeting Matt LaFleur, and, and, he, and you know I, I think he was more instrumental than anybody um, in terms of, of bringing him in. And, and then Ebo... You know, it, it, it's coming here in about, what, 14, 15 months. He's going to bring the draft to Green Bay, which is going to be a, a pivotal moment. It, it's a remarkable time, I think, for that city, for the organization. You know, Evo, you're going to even feel it there in Madison. You're going to have you're going to have fans coming from all over the place. There's not enough rooms, as we know, in Green Bay. It's going to trickle down to Milwaukee. It's going to extend over to Madison. It's going to go north into uh, Door County. You know, you're, you're going to have fans everywhere. That city's going to be bedlam for a few days. It's going to be so fun. Um, so he did terrific work there. I, I, I mean, Ebo, Bob Harlan is the gold standard. He's not going to be matched. He was as good as it absolutely gets. But Mark Murphy following him, big shoes to fill. Ebo, I, I would say overall that's a B-plus, A-minus job. He did top to bottom. Yeah, uh, you brought it up. Um, uh, There's a couple knocks, and I think you yep. said it perfectly with Ted Thompson, you know, kind of letting him, um, you know, out of respect for Ted. He did so much. Ted did uh, good for the Packers. But at the end there, it was kind of you know, obvious, right? Uh, also, my biggest knock, um, Robbie, how he treated a Super Bowl winner in Mike McCarthy. That was he done. He he did big Mike dirty, man. That, that's I'm I'm always gonna hold that over him. He did big Mike dirty. I know he had to move on, but to do him like that was tough, Rob. You could have waited a month. I I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. People get caught up in the moment these days. You know, look look. Take games for example, right, Evo? It, it's the best game you've ever seen. It's the it's the greatest play in NBA history. It's the most remarkable moment the NFL has ever seen. We get we get so sucked in to the micro, into the here and now. and Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. I'll be careful doing that. Uh, we've got precipitation in the forecast starting as soon as this evening. In fact, western Wisconsin, you have got kind of a winter weather advisory in effect. You could pick up two to four inches of snow by the time everything's said and done. That starts at midnight tonight until about 6 a.m. on Thursday. Today, though, partly sunny skies. 46 are expected high. Tonight, down to 33 as that storm moves in. Then Thursday morning, clouds and 35 degrees. Sunshine by the afternoon. Friday, same situation. Morning clouds, afternoon sunshine. But it'll stay pretty cool on Friday. Daytime highs around 29 degrees. So glad you're along with us. So today is... Happy Valentine's Day. It's February 14th. On this day back in 1960, John F. Kennedy was campaigning in Fort Atkinson. The soundtrack you would hear blaring from uh, their, I guess we'd say, campaign vehicles was Frank Sinatra's High Hopes. He started a campaign swing through southern Wisconsin, stopped and gave a speech in Fort Atkinson. He also went to Whitewater, Elkhorn, and Lake Geneva, and yes, Jackie was along with them. So that happened on this day back in 1960. On this day in 1876, 
The telephone is patented. Both Alexander Graham Bell and Elisha Gray applied for a patent on the same day. Alexander Graham Bell, as we've been told by history, won. Happened on this day in 1876. On this day in 1931, the original Dracula was put on the big screen. And do you remember who the star of the original Dracula was? Uh Uh-huh. Bella Lugosi. Yep, that was on this day back in 1931. And happy birthday this morning to, I think of him as Las Vegas entertainer, Teller, part of Penn and Teller. 76 years young today. And now you know. It's a Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Chat with Ashley Hewn about another upcoming event that uh, Wisconsin folks might want to pay attention to. And the reason I say this is, let's face it, it, it can create a lot of anxiety if you're thinking about holding an auction, selling some of your equipment. This is kind of an excellent way to put your big toe in the water, huh, Ashley? Yeah, truly. In springtime, we're going to see a lot of activity here. Uh, We've set up this sale for the Wisconsin area uh, equipment auction. It's going to be the last week of March on the 27th. That's going to be primetime selling this spring. We still think we're going to have just a, a really good market, maybe not as hot as last year or it was fourth quarter last year, but still strong because a lot hasn't happened uh, or changed at this point. Well, and by that time, you know how it is. Everybody will be getting excited. You're just close enough to uh, spring uh, tillage work that, again, momentum may get the best of you. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for spring already, the way (laughs) the weather is, but um, who knows what what will come in the next couple months. It's it's just how it is where we live. But uh, as far as the equipment side of things, again, it's going to be strong. There's a lot of people trying to uh, position themselves to take on more land and expand, and yeah. it's going to be a good market. So a couple questions that I've heard growers, at, you know, farmers ask you about. Uh, first of all is what if you don't have a good day? What if there's not a lot of people online? What if, what if, what if? Walk through some of the general questions that people have before they put a piece onto this kind of unique Wisconsin sale. Yeah, so we don't take anything for granted. I mean, uh, every piece gets marketed down to a per item level. We're not just saying, hey, there's tractors on our website or there's trucks. Oh, no. If you're uh, runner-up bidders are going to get emails that, hey, there's another one coming up. And so really that marketing down to a, a per piece, the digital marketing is, is unbelievable. It's a little scary when they start telling you how they do it. But we're going to find the buyers. And we not only are they registered on our website, but they're getting information from us all the time and in five different ways. Uh, so there isn't any misses like that. You know, and that's the other thing. Somebody came by and said they were kind of sheepish because they felt like their one piece probably wouldn't bring much. And, boy, you guys were quick to point out, maybe not in your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're starting to do, like, this will be a regional thing, uh, and we seem to uh, bring the number of pieces, <laughs> hold it somewhere around 200 or less pieces to give it that validity. We're going to put your phone number on there. You're going to get calls from a lot yeah. of different people. And, and caring sellers make for caring buyers. Don't ever forget that. We want to be partners with you in the selling process and not adversarial in any way. And what you know about the equipment, we want you to share with the rest of the world. Ashley Hewn, along with us from the Steffes Group. Again, remember that Remember that uh, website, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, Steffes Group. Now, again, what do I need to know if I've got one or two pieces and now I finally decided, yeah, it's got to go? 
What do I need to do for you, Ashley? Do I need to take pictures and send it to you? How does this kind of a deal work? Well, as far as pictures goes, we want to be on your farm taking the pictures. That's that's what you're paying us to do, and that's what we do do. Uh, but it really starts with that phone call. We do business at the kitchen table. We're old school that way. We want to come visit. We want to talk to you. We want to go take a tour of your farm and, and really become partners for, for in the future. What phone number do you want them to call if that's the situation they want to broach? Uh, you can just call our 800 number or the Wisconsin phone number, either one. Excellent. You'll find it all online. Stephesgroup.com. S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Ashley Hewen along with us. Don't miss that Wisconsin equipment auction. Get your items lined up. It's going to be coming up on Wednesday, March 27th, starting at 1 p.m. That's when they pop that uh, firecracker. So be a part of that auction. Again, Stephesgroup.com. Ashley Hewen from the Stephes Group. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Picture this, you in a company vehicle traveling across the picturesque landscapes of southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. Your mission, to provide top-notch service and installations of milking equipment. Tri-County Dairy Supply is on the lookout for dynamic service technicians to join their teams in Janesville and Watertown. If you've got experience in farming, electrical work, plumbing, welding, refrigeration, or maintenance, send your resumes to tricountydairy at tds.net or apply in person in Janesville. Must have a valid driver's license. Don't miss this opportunity. Well, they're quickly wrapping up business down at the state capitol, at least for this session. There's some items that are going to be left behind to be taken up at a later date. There are other items that are streaming towards the finish line. I talked about it yesterday with Wisconsin Senator Joan Balwick from Marcusan. Of course, she is the chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, and she said there are a couple items that she's afraid will be left behind for future work. Well, I think one of the things uh, might be the transition to grazing grants. It it was brought out a little bit later, and it is something that is usually something that ends up in a budget. So that one, I'm not sure is going to make it through, but we'll take a look at that next session. Uh, the carbon calculator that I think is a really terrific idea uh, seems to be uh, stalled out also. You know, the, the devil is always in the, the details. Wisconsin Senator Joan Balwick from Marcusan. Now, the good news is they do have a few items that she believes will actually make it to the finish line, many of which pertain to Wisconsin agriculture and our rural communities. Two economic issues that I think are going to make through. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple, a couple ideas for uh, TIF districts, tax incremental funding districts, <clears throat> excuse me, that are trying to help out um, a new a new processing plant for potatoes up in the Stevens Point area and then down in Evansville uh, for, um, um, for soy processing. So uh, those are two things that I think um, are going to get done so we can we can help 
everybody, especially in those particular areas. Joan Balwig, Senator from Marcusant, Chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. Well, markets in overnight electronic trade right now are all in the red ink. Remember what uh, John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing told us yesterday. China is out of the market celebrating their Lunar New Year, and Brazil is out of the market as well. December corn's down two right now at 467. November beans down a nickel at 1159. July wheat's down nine at 588. Barrel cheese gained a half yesterday at 160. 40 pound block cheese, double A butter were both unchanged. March milk this morning is down a penny, currently at 1742, 100 weight. 2022 census on agriculture results were released yesterday. What caught my attention? Looks like we do have more young people under the age of 35 that are getting involved in production agriculture. And according to the census information, 36% of all farms in the United States now operated by women. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Buying a really good piece of jewelry may seem intimidating, but not after you talk with William Thomas. They take the time with you so you know your money is well spent, not overspent. Their decades of knowledge shine almost as brilliantly as the stunning stones in your custom piece. Come see the collection of gorgeous gems and choose one for your very own. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Celebrating 30 years of brilliance. Have you heard about our Rejuvenation Clinic Body Suite? If not, now is the time to learn more. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Non-surgical aesthetic body treatments have progressed greatly in the last 10 years. We are proud to offer the best devices on the market that deliver incredible results. MSculpt Neo treats unwanted body fat and builds muscle mass. CoolSculpting Elite reduces stubborn fat bulges and has multiple applicators to treat many areas of the body. Mcella is a revolutionary electromagnetic chair that strengthens pelvic floor muscles to treat mild to moderate urinary incontinence. Our providers love to analyze your concerns and come up with the best treatment plan for you, oftentimes even using a combination approach so you get the best results. Let your natural beauty shine through. To learn if our body sweet treatments can help you, call Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie. Is losing interest due to low libido sabotaging your love life? After the age of 30, women begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline, medications, or health issues. Carbon World Health can help you do something about it. They offer custom-designed hormone replacement therapies. They'll determine exactly what you need to re-energize your love life. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Here, money grows in rows. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Just because vegetables aren't growing outside right now doesn't mean that the community-supported agriculture farmers are just sitting around. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report and Tess Romanski, Communications and Development Manager for the Fair Share CSA Coalition, provides some insight into what those farmers are doing during the winter and what customers should know for this year's season. Fair Share CSA Coalition supports about 40 endorsed farms, and then we have an additional um, number of affiliated farms. So Fair Share supports about 80 small-scale diversified vegetable farms across the Midwest, um, with a majority of them being in Wisconsin. And with those CSA farmers, what change-ups maybe are those producers making right now? 
two major things, two major adjustments we've seen in CSA since the pandemic specifically, and then in the last few years has been um, an increase of customizable shares and home delivery. So online sales portals during the pandemic really took off and became more efficient for both consumers and farmers to use. Um, So this helps a lot with customizing where customers can swap or pick from a curated list that goes into their box each week, just right online. Um, So the technological advances during the pandemic really made that model easier for farmers to offer. We've also seen a lot of our farmers offer home delivery options as well, especially with safety considerations during the pandemic and um, ease of access for folks who maybe can't go out to a a drop site. Um, And then market shares are also something where we've seen a lot of growth um, where members can pay upfront at the beginning of the season, just like a traditional CSA share. Um, But instead of receiving a box, they can shop for their produce at a designated pickup spot on the farm or at the farm's market booth. Um, That's also been gaining popularity. It combines the flexibility of a customizable share where uh, people can kind of pick what food they want from their farmer while also reducing some of the burden on the farmer to put a box together every week. Um, There's a lot less logistics that go into a market share. So those are a few things that we've seen um, a lot more flexibility on the customer end and a lot more ease from the farmer's perspective. A lot of those decisions are made with that customer in mind. Obviously, the consumer preferences have changed and those make a difference. Is buying local still strong among consumers within the CSA program or how have their preferences changed? Yeah, so we've seen local food purchasing in general is still a really strong trend. Um, The pandemic caused unprecedented change in where, how, and what food consumers were purchasing and where it came from and how they're getting it. Um, The University of Kentucky has actually done some really interesting research on consumer preferences. They're currently in the process of running another consumer study with even more updated information. Um, But what we've seen regionally in our farmer network is we saw a really large increase in CSA purchasing during 2020, 2021, and now we're seeing a little bit um, closer to numbers to where we were pre-pandemic, but other local markets like farmers markets and food co-ops are still really strong as well. So definitely a little ebb and flow over the pandemic just in terms of CSA, but local purchasing overall has stayed pretty steady. What are the high demand products that consumers are asking for, or even some that maybe are going faster than others that you've seen? Yeah, so we've seen um, a big increase in winter and storage shares. So that's kind of like late season uh, shares. You know, the traditional CSA, at least in the Midwest, kind of goes, it depends on the farm, obviously. But like there's a spring share, which kind of is April and May, and then the full season share usually goes September, October. There's a uh, an increase in winter or storage shares, which are kind of that late season, like October, November storage um, crops like onions, potatoes, things that can last really well. Um, people seem to be really interested in local purchasing, continuing beyond what's seen as the stand, like standard growing season where the farmer's markets are in full swing. So um, we've seen a lot more interest in kind of that late season uh, purchasing. And then add-ons have also been really popular. So farms who um, offer grain or meat add-ons where you can kind of purchase additional things in addition to your veggies, um, eggs, flowers, to kind of round out and offer more of a whole diet type share um, has been something that we've seen a lot of increase in. Um, it's also really attractive for consumers because it cuts down on the number of products they have to buy elsewhere. So CSA can become kind of more of a one-stop pickup rather than, you know, one of several places you have to go to get your groceries. And with that higher demand that we talked about of people wanting that local grown food, how have prices changed? So as with most things, the last few years, the price of farming inputs, overall costs in general have risen. Um, 
many small-scale diversified vegetable farmers um, aren't making a living wage when you look at their overall hours they work compared to their income, just in general, because farming is a lot of work. It's really hard. It's expensive to get everything you need. So um, we've seen CSA share prices rise in conjunction with other rising prices in order for farmers to continue to run successful and sustainable farm businesses. Um, the farmers that we work with, they raise their price because they need to be able to succeed in their business, not necessarily because they're selling out super fast and want to make a bunch of money on it. The the farmers that we work with are very cost conscious and thinking through what is a fair price for their labor and what is a fair price for the food they're growing and kind of the tension between wanting to feed people and needing to make a living wage. So prices have been rising, but for the most part, that is from what we've been hearing, it's due to the rising prices not necessarily just because of consumer preferences in general. It's 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 really focused on making sure that their businesses are sustainable. How can farmers become a CSA if they're interested? Yeah, there's a great video series on the CSA Innovation Network's website called CSA Starts Here. And um, it's five Midwestern farmers that kind of walk through potential CSA farmers through all the considerations they'll need to take into account and all those skills they'll need to start a CSA. So that's a really great resource. A few of the things to consider is having a really solid crop plan because CSA shares require diversification. Um, You need a lot of different fruits and veggies to put in your box for your consumers to be happy. Um, Setting up good marketing because it's a direct-to-consumer channel and prioritizing customer service are crucial aspects of succeeding with the CSA model. So um, those are a few things to think about. Um, And then checking out that resource, which is on the CSA Innovation Network's website, Um, Other resources from farm support organizations like FairShare are all really great places to start. How can customers sign up to purchase a share of a CSA farm's produce? How soon should they be signing up? Uh, In today's digital age, most farms have CSA forms directly on their website. Um, So you can uh, check with farm farm support organizations for tools to find a farm. Um, FairShare has an online farm search tool, which is really handy. Uh, Do a simple Google search, look on social media. You can ask friends, family at the farmer's market or at food co-ops to find CSA farms. And then once you kind of narrow it down, usually the the sign-up form is just right on the website. Farms are you know, have really dialed in on how to make it as easy as possible to sign up. And signups are in full swing. Uh, CSA week is just around the corner, which is February 19th to the 25th, which is the busiest time of year for CSA signups. So it's definitely a good time. Uh, if you're worried about a farm selling out, which does happen, um, now is definitely the time to find a share. That was Tess Romanski, Communications and Development Manager for the Fair Share CSA Coalition. She added that it's more than just getting food from a farmer that you know. It's about supporting that farm.